peace of our Lord be with you. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. Few verses of scripture are more widely known or deeply loved or frequently quoted than that one from this morning's Old Testament lesson. As much as any verse in the Bible, Isaiah 40, 31 is embraced by the weary as a word of hope. The hope that God will give us new strength for each new day. The strength to fly as high as the eagles. Or if not enough strength to fly, at least enough to run and not grow weary. Or if not enough strength to run, at least enough to walk and not faint, strength enough to stumble forward and keep moving, the strength we need to go through what we did not get to go around, all of which is a very hopeful and helpful way for us to hear those wonderful old words. But before we apply the hope and strength of Isaiah 40, 31 to our lives in that way, we must first acknowledge the fact that Isaiah 40, 31, like the rest of the book of Isaiah, was not written to us or about us. Rather, Those words were written to and about the people of Judah who had been carried away captive to Babylon in 589 B.C. by the army of King Nebuchadnezzar. By the time today's passage was written, the people of Judah had been living in exile for many years long enough for some of them to have died in Babylon and for others of them to wonder, where is God? This has been going on for a very long time now. So if God cares and if God can, then why doesn't God, why hasn't God, why didn't God, why won't God come down, step in, do something, and fix things? To the exiled people of God, whose hope in God was bent low by those kinds of doubts about God, the writer of the book of Isaiah said, Why do you say our way is hidden from the Lord, 
our needs have been forgotten by God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. The Lord gives strength to the weary and power to the weak. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. All of which was the writer's way, the one who wrote this part of Isaiah's way of telling the exiles in Babylon not to give up on God, but to leave room for God, who has not forgotten them and who will give them the strength they need to live deeply, fully, and faithfully into, through, and beyond this long and difficult season in their lives. New strength for each new day, strength enough to go through what they did not get to go around. And what the writer of that part of Isaiah said to them then, the words on today's page of Isaiah say to us now, many of us are as displaced, disappointed, and stuck in exile as the children of God to whom those words were first written. As it was for many of them, so it is for many of us. Life has turned out in ways we never would have dreamed or imagined, leaving us, like Isaiah's original audience of exiles, sometimes to wonder if God cares and if God can, then why didn't God, why doesn't God, why hasn't God, why won't God come down, step in, do something, and fix things? The popular Christianity, which is so prevalent, even dominant, in our part of the world, often counsels us that we should never question what happens, no matter how devastating or destructive, because everything that happens in life is part of God's plan. If it wasn't in God's will, it wouldn't have happened. I understand why people embrace that way of thinking. And I often envy them their certainty. But that way of thinking does not take with me the final freedom, Barbara Brown Taylor says, 
is the freedom to assign whatever meaning we choose to assign to our own experience. And she is right. But while I know I cannot speak for anyone else, careful speech, the kind of speech that is meticulously careful to be rigorously truthful, requires me to say that that kind of thinking just does not take with me. As long as there is injustice, violence, and evil in the world, as long as people's lives are torn asunder and plunged into despair, I cannot assign everything that happens in this world to the will and plan of God. For me to assign all of that to the plan of God sacrifices too much of the goodness of God on the altar of the control of God. And I know that the next position down the page is to say, well, God doesn't send all those bad things. God just allows them. That kind of thinking does not take with me either. I hear it everywhere I go. But in my mind, it is a distinction without a difference. How different is it to allow something that you saw coming and had the power to stop from sending it? I often envy those who have found a way to live at peace with that way of thinking. But it just does not take with me. Nothing that anyone says is seamless or perfect or covers it all, but I find much more truth with which I can live in Frank Tupper's simple sentence, which rose from the depth of his own enormous sorrow and loss. In every situation, Frank said, God does all that God can do. And in Nicholas Wolterstorff's unforgettable confession concerning the tragic death of his child, I cannot make it all fit together by saying God planned it, but neither can I make it all fit together by saying there was nothing God could have done about it. I cannot make it make sense, concluded Walter Storff. I can only, with Job, endure. Which, of course, takes us right back where we started a few minutes ago. 
back to Isaiah 40, 31, where all the weary exiles then and now are promised the strength to endure, the strength to carry us through the wonderful thing God did not do. New strength for each new day. The strength to fly high sometimes. The strength to run hard others. And if all else fails, the last, best, deepest, strongest strength of all. The strength to walk and not faint. The strength to stumble forward, leaning into the compassion of God and leaning on the people of God from whom we draw the strength of God which keeps us on our feet keeps us moving. Helping us to live deeply, fully, and faithfully each new day of the life which is ours to live. No matter what. Thanks be to God. Amen.